Dad talk. They really like to trash talk. Dad talk. They'll make you laugh your ass off. Dad talk. Real tall dudes and they're both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you wisdom and advice. It's really nice. You probably listen twice. Real tall dudes and they're getting serious. Okay, Dad Talk Season 3, Episode 18. We are back. We uh, we missed a week last week with Labor Day and all that, but we're past it. Now we are here, back with Dad Talk. Derek Wenzel on the other side. What's up, buddy? I'm doing good, Tom. How you doing, man? Living the dream? Just living the dream over here, you know? Can't complain. Cool. Summer's over. It's always always a good time of year. Yeah, you're a big fall guy. We went over that. Get your Get your pumpkin spice latte ready. You're ready to go. September one, Tom's in line at Starbucks. Hook Love it up. Love the fall. <laughs> so what do you uh what have you been up to? We haven't talked a little bit. I know it's been a couple weeks. Um I got into a new podcast and it's called The History of World War II. I don't know if you've heard of this thing, but it's A, it's a behemoth. I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's like six hundred episodes, something ridiculous. I was like, good. I need something that's like super long term. Yeah. Um, something I can dive into. Because, you know, we're, we're World War II guys. Like, you know, we talked about, we watched Beta Brothers. We watched Pacific. We were basically there. Well, I mean, we basically get it. You Pretty know much. what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, everything's about the battles and stuff, which I'm excited to get to in this podcast. So anyway, I'm like 20 episodes in. And it's like, wow. I think they just invaded Poland, right? So it's like, it's like almost 20 hours of content about the setup, like all the diplomacy, like all like the things that had to fall into place to let you know, kind of Hitler does thing, right? That's what I'm into. I'm, I love the setup because I'm always like, how the hell did we get here? Like, how did this, how did this happen? And how the heck did we get here? But yeah, like, how, how, did, how did he get that far? And right? because at the end, you're like, oh, you know, the motivations, you know what he was doing. And like, you know, the consensus has been made. And then like the diplomacy and the politics of it all, I'm not saying I appreciate what Hitler was doing, obviously, but like you could see the way he was playing off of everybody, right? Um, <laughs> he was playing off of this feeling that, no one wanted to go to war again. Um, every, you know, he, he had he did just enough in speeches and conversations and, and through like back channel diplomacy to convince everyone like, no, I'm just grabbing this little chunk over here, like the Sudetenland, because that's our that's our people, that's our shit, right? Cool. And this little thing over here, I'm just going to take care of that. Oh, you know the you know the the land uh, that's technically in Germany, but would violate. Uh, Treaty of Versailles, if we went into, like, I'm just moving, this is still my backyard. I'm just moving troops. Someone's like, yeah, we're not going to go to war over that. You know, so everyone wanted to just avoid war and just appease, right? Yeah. Um, so going through the whole process is really cool and fascinating. But I, I realized it's not unlike dealing with fucking Tenley Scott Wenzel. <laughs> she, listen, I don't think she has anything against other, other religious faiths or <laughs> races or anything. I'm not going that far. I am saying that there are similarities and let's clarify this for the, for the daddy, you see similarities between Adolf Hitler and, and Tenley Wenzel. Let's, let's, let's flip that. I see similarities in the way we are treating her is to the way the rest of like the European leaders were treating him. This, the attitude of appeasement, to get what you needed right like hey i just don't want to fight i don't want to fucking fight fine just that what that's all you want is that one little thing okay like putting her to bed is like and it's cute as hell because she's so nice and sweet and this is her manipulative part like oh can you just get me like 
both of like just my two Eeyore stuffed animals. Like that's all I want. I'm like, yeah, sure. Go before bed. You know, Color's asleep in his crib. They're sharing a room. So I'm like quietly going to the closet, grabbing no big deal. Oh, daddy, and then can you get me like the one book? And I was like, oh, Tenley, like I don't I already got you the stuffed animals. I gotta go. It's time to go to sleep. Daddy, give me the one book. Fine, I don't want to fight. I want to fight. Here's one book. Like we can like and she did 12 requests later. Now I'm just buried. And she goes, I've broken this guy. He is spineless. He doesn't want to fight. I don't give a fuck. I'll fight right now. I don't give a shit if I wake Cutler up by kicking and screaming. Like I am ready to go. Yeah. I am Neville fucking Chamberlain. Like that's me. <laughs> like up and through to Munich. Like that, I am Neville Chamberlain. And she knows it. And she's just gonna keep getting whatever she wants from me just so I can avoid a fight. I was going to say, you're the Neville, Neville Chamberlain of, of, of fathers, and I'm in the same boat. I'm definitely yeah. Neville Chamberlain. But here's the thing. I think what, what our our little our kiddos are doing is they're making the same mistake that Hitler made. <laughs> I love this analogy. They can take advantage of Neville, Neville Chamberlain two fronts. They make the mistake of going against yeah. both parents. <laughs> Two fronts. <laughs> Huge mistake. They can't take on both of us, you know? Well, that's that, like we, they got it. She, I think what they do is they try to split us up. And that's yeah. what Hitler always tried to do, right? It's like, oh, well, I need to just separate France from Britain, right? And then if they don't gang up, I'm fine, right? So she plays her games against each of us. And the second we get a united front <laughs> between a man and myself, I think we got a shot. I, it won't be easy. Like, well, there'll be a lot of casualties in this war, but I think we can pull it off. Um, but until then, she's playing her cards, right? Yeah. She, like, we try to get ready for school and to avoid, like, more distractions. You know, her, their rooms are upstairs. And so we get mostly ready for school. And then we come downstairs, we do breakfast, and we just brush teeth downstairs before we get out the door. But now, like, you know, she's all over the place. And, you know, you know that sprint, right? Yeah. Trying to get them out the door trying to get him in the fucking car, get him to put shoes on so you can drop off and come back before work starts, right? And she knows that because of the nighttime routine. She's like, this is just a different game, but I've played it before, right? Or just it's, it's, It might be a different venue, but it's the same game. And, and so now she's all about like screen, like we don't do a ton of screen time in our house, but she's like, oh, can I watch songs on your phone while we brush teeth? Nice. And it's really not a huge fucking deal, right? Like that's a small thing to give up for her to focus while I like brush her teeth before we get sure. out. But anytime I push back on it, just to regain some self fucking confidence and some semblance of authority as a parental figure, she pushes back so hard. And Amanda's usually on a call in the morning, so I and I get Cutler starting to get freaky, and I'm like, "Fuck it, no, fine, that's fine." So even then, I can't hold my line at all. I don't know where I actually hold my line anymore. You know. Lately, Wesley was always like, you know, he he'd put on a show for for Tori and I and, and act out, but in front of others, he'd be on pretty much on his best behavior. Mm, see, but, yeah. But just just noticing it lately, he's been acting out a little bit in front of like family friends, other friends of like like other parts of the family. It's not really just with us. So it's almost like a like a German U-boat, like going after like a civilian, innocent ship. He's now, it's not just, we're not just at war with the parents. Now it's, it's yeah. branching out to others and it's, it's scary to watch. 
it's you know that's like they know like hey we're unstable but everyone's already made their bed right they're like fine like let's go this is just where it's at but there's going to be civilian casualties there's going to be civilian casualties and that's just the reality of going to war uh and it's like when do you when do you want to put up the fight and i don't know i've yet to find a super great you know around eating and at the table we're pretty strong but everything else i think i'm i'm a neville chamberlain pre pre polish invasion he doesn't want to get into the tub at night now that's a, that's a, that's a big fight oh fun you know yeah. so you're like begging and pleading with him to get in the tub and it's just like london getting bombed you know <laughs> it's like how long can we put up with this bombing how long can we keep the goodwill to stay in this war before you just give up you know what you win we're not you can take over you never have to take a tubby again it's over just be dirty it's it's cool you need Tory to come in and give you like a Winston Churchill-esque motivational speech to like rally the troops before yeah. the offensive starts. Because yeah. right now you're just on defense. 100%. I don't know. Did anybody like come up against Hitler in the ranks in Germany? So that was the interesting. A lot of the potential like plots by like German generals, they like talked about it for a while. And then they were like, nah, like... <laughs> basically i know later they try to kill him all right and there's some earlier plots like kind of to that end uh or just an overthrowing and then they're like it'd just be easier if we just like everyone's kind of on his side right now like he's convinced a lot of people that he's a nice kid like i'm not going to make this insane um, i kind of feel yeah. like that's where piper is right now like it's a bit of a waiting game like i need to wait till he's i'm a little stronger and he's in a little bit of a weaker spot and then i'm gonna I'm going to poison his dinner or something. You know? <laughs> Piper's like the number two. She, she's ready to take over. Who knew that uh, we would have so many World War II comparisons in this in this episode? Nobody knew that I, we were capable of this. Um, but, you know, we spent a good, what, six minutes talking about Hitler and comparing Hitler to our kids. <laughs> so I think that's a, that's a healthy amount. Not too much to where you're like, they're really upset. They really like their kids and now it's like okay that's enough which probably we probably hit the cap for the premium subscribers there's <laughs> um we get into stalin and everybody else but yeah just for the, the general podcast here this is this is what we're giving you for free you're not getting this anywhere else hey, and listen it's we know this works we know this is good content yeah um some people might question it but we recently folks this is news Mm. were solicited i guess is the right word yeah. by a, like a podcast headhunter to have someone who wanted to pay to be a guest on this podcast can you can you believe this daddy's out there i don't i don't i we we were approached i received an email i, I passed it along right out of the blue it pops in your inbox and of course you think yeah this is bullshit right this is a dumb yeah this is a dumb thing it's ridiculous but so I got this probably like last week and I forwarded it along to you. And like right before coming on this podcast, I got a follow-up email from this person. And this is a good one. You could tell they did their homework. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Is there another member on your team at Dad Talk that would be interested in discussing how our network can benefit your show? Um, so I'm I'm sending along all of your personal information to this guy. <laughs> And you can handle it. Is there another person on the team? Yeah, obviously there is. Go through the right channels. Tom Anderson, first name on the fucking masthead, bro. He's not picking up your call. 
you got to get it vetted internally first before it gets brought to the talent. I love that he recognizes his, his mistake. He's like, oh, man, I reached out to the big star. Like, he's not going to be able to handle this. I should go to, to that other guy on Dad Talk. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> Whoever the fucking loser is. Whatever the other guy's name is. He'll well, probably maybe, answer. He's an idiot. Maybe the guy fascinated by Hitler would want to uh, <laughs> bring someone on. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, the subject line was premium guest for Dad Talk. That was a nice premium, time. baby. Yeah. So he listens, right? Yeah, this is even better. The great news is we already have an amazing guest who has a budget to appear on Dad Talk. What does that mean? He set aside money in his his fiscal year twenty four. Right, it carries over. He he is sitting there going, "I got to set aside some big coin to get on whatever it takes. We got to get in there, guys. I got budget. Let's talk." It's funny. Do you think that the guy who sent this was listening and he was like, oh, like they're friends with Joe Rogan and John Hamm? <laughs> they got reach, man. They got reach. Don't let those follower numbers fool you. They know people. <laughs> you know, anybody who wants to, uh, you know, come on the pod, you know, pitch us your ideas. You know, never say never. Oh, we, yeah, we'll take anything that comes through. Um yeah. Somewhat seriously, not this one clearly, but something else, maybe a little bit more seriously. By the way, we did not just like blow off a random person. We looked into it, and it's we're gonna pass. But we looked into it. We're gonna pass. It's not. It's not the right fit. Um, you know, they're doing a great job doing their own thing, but we're uh, it's just we're we're not aligning. We're not aligning, <laughs> and you know, maybe down the road somewhere we can make it work. But yeah, but like follow the proper channels, right? Get in touch with our people. Yeah. And then we'll go that route. Yeah. We just can't set a precedent. Unlike with our children, we will stand and fight and draw the line on this. Go through the right people. <laughs> All right. So the big thing this week I want to get into is yeah. uh, Wesley is starting pre-K-3. He's going to school. Okay. Pre-K-3 sounds like a bad, like – basketball spinoff league by ice cube or something what what the fuck is pre-k3 it's just a three-on-three basketball league (laughs) no it's um you know you normally hit kindergarten around five so you got the pre-k it's basically preschool you could call it three-year-olds and four-year-olds he's a three-year-old so he's in the pre-k3 so got the real first tape this i've been looking forward to this moment for a while the experience of dealing with other kids parents So this is a big group setting. We had an orientation with just the parents of kids that are going to be in the class. And, you know, they're kind of just like going over like the ground rules of like how the school year is going to be, like where they go in the morning and how pick up and drop off works, all like the regular stuff going over the day, how the days will be. And then we open it up to questions from the parents. Here we go. Here we go. So real quick, set the state. Is this like a public school yeah. thing or is this you know, okay so you like anybody anybody in the greater hoboken area can can sign their kid up for this okay so you're not in a small paid preschool where they kind of pick you like you just as a resident of hoboken new jersey you're you're in this thing okay cool all right so we're gonna get a real good flavor of 
of what that town's all about right now. Exactly. And, you know, they've honestly, they, they've listened to the podcast. So the, the Hoboken school has been pitching pretty hard to get Wesley enrolled because they want to get some free plugs, obviously. So naturally, naturally. So we'll do what we can. We will take schools money. We will absolutely take public school money to promote certain programs that we have no issue with. You know, it's big picture stuff. All right. Just some of the, the questions. So my big thing is when I have like super specific questions for just my kid, why don't you, that's more of a one-on-one convo. Like why do these questions get fired off in the group setting? I just don't get it. It's rude. Everyone's got, you know, everyone's got a clock ticking. Maybe we could speak with you offline. Can we off sidebar this? Can we make an offline conversation? I'll follow up with you later. Yeah. All the bullshit phrases should be used. All right. Here's a, here's a couple of good questions that were fired off in this orientation. First one. Hi. Uh, so my daughter has an egg and uh, dairy allergy. Right away, you hear that. You're just like, Ugh. ooh. <laughs> Thumbs down. So like the, uh, you say like the kids will all be having lunch together. Um <laughs> I'm just wondering. No, they each have a reservation, a 15-minute reservation by themselves, and then we flip the table, and then they, yeah, the next group comes in. So then, then uh, the the person running the school is like, okay, and she's like, well, like, are there going to be like teachers like watching like what they're eating and like being around the kids because uh, you know she has a pretty serious uh, egg and dairy allergy. And the woman running the school is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, we'll obviously keep an eye on it, but, you know, can't promise anything, but, you know, whatever would make you feel most comfortable, like, we could do, like, you know, we could basically have them eat alone. And then the mom (laughs) says, well, no, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to have them eat alone, but I just don't know if, like, they could be eating, like, like, with all the other kids. That means eating alone. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's like the ping pong. It goes back to the woman running the school, and she just doesn't know what to say to this. So it's like public school. So the kids obviously are bringing their own food, right? Bringing their own food. They have like a school lunch program there also, but a lot of people bring their own food. So it's like, yeah, like we could put your kid in like solitary confinement for that like half hour and then bring them back. <laughs> what? Like a fucking chokey from Matilda. Like, what does solitary confinement look like for the kid who's got the dairy and egg allergy? It was so great. So I don't, I don't know what the uh, solution was to that. I don't know if this kid's in Wesley's class. Um, stay tuned on that one. My God, here's another. That's one. a brutal allergy. Like, first of all, you're not gonna eat eggs or cheese. Good fucking luck eating anything ever. You're in trouble. Sorry, kid. It's not your fault. You just got dealt a really bad hand. Am I like a like I like the food allergy thing? It's like obviously it's it's especially peanut butter and all that. But like, and it's not obviously not the kid's fault. But when I hear that, I immediately be like, I'm like annoyed by it. It's annoyed. I'm annoyed by it. it like so I've never had allergies growing up to anything like environmentally, but like let alone like serious food stuff. I never really knew anyone, so I didn't like have to go through it. But it's just annoying. It's like now you're just a hassle bro yeah. like it later in life you're gonna go to a restaurant you're gonna have to pick the fucking restaurant for the person who can't eat eggs fuck that you're just not you're not gonna be my friend that's what i know now for sure yeah is there's not gonna be play dates at this kid's house that's just it 
it's just annoying <laughs> it's, it's awful to put that on a three-year-old but like kid you're annoying you don't know it yet it's like you you have not processed this like but you're fucking you're gonna be annoying your whole life if this like continues it is great like they like all right like yeah, my daughter has a egg and dairy allergy and just the whole room goes ugh <laughs> <laughs> Is there a special class that she can be in then? That would probably be better for everybody. Oh, my God. All right. So here's the good one. So I had a couple sitting behind us. And we overhear, like, like the the mother, like, the wife, I guess, like, mumbling to her husband to, like, like say something, like, ask this question. To ask a question. Right? <laughs> so you can tell he's, like, hesitant at first. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he raises his hand, school person calls on him. All right. Um, so they, they have like a nap time, quiet time kind of thing from, you know, yeah. whatever during the day. And the dad goes, so, um, can, can, uh, can the kids have milk with their nap? <laughs> and uh, the school teacher again is like, what? And then like. He like he immediately knows like fuck shit. That was dumb. <laughs> he said, "God damn it, so my like, instincts were right. This was a dumb question." He starts like backpedaling a little bit. He's like, "You know, it's not like a like a big deal or anything, but uh, just wondering if uh, you know the kids could have uh, milk with their uh, with their nap." And the teacher's like, "Oh, it's like a comfort thing. Like, yeah, we don't like normally do that, but you know, we could." We could try to maybe do that or like wean them off the milk. Teacher's full of shit. They're like, yeah, or we're just gonna tell you we did and not because. And then, and then, the, and then the the husband started getting like defensive, and he's like, he basically was like, "No, nah, like my my kid's not a bitch. Like he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't need the milk." <laughs> and then we just moved on, and you could just you could just hear him like. Like muttering under his breath, like. <laughs> and you know who's getting the worst of that? He's laying into his wife when he gets home. Did you made me ask the dumb fucking question. Now I'm an asshole. <laughs> you made me look like an idiot out there. Because <laughs> he knows he's like, this is dumb. Like this isn't our house. Like a private. This isn't a nanny service. This is a fucking public school. You can't know. You there's no special pads for each kid. Sorry, get in line. God, yeah, you fucking have some milk with the nap. That's with the dairy allergy. He's not, he's not a bitch, baby. Okay, any other questions? <laughs> Tom, no, Tom, this is where I would expect you to chime in because I'm sure during this whole thing, you're like, I don't have a single fucking question, Nothing. and I'm even if I did, I'm not asking it in front of a group of strangers. 100%. But I'm sure part of you was like, you wanted to chime in after that and be like. Oh, just, I don't know if we're counting, like, and doing, like, you know, like, an attendance roll call for that, but I also don't have a bitch baby. Like, I just, for the record, like, I don't know if you're going to separate them, like, for nap time, but, like, I would like my kid to be in the non-bitch baby group, if that's possible. Just not a deal breaker. Like, I like however you want to do it, I'm just saying <laughs> there's an option. That's what I would prefer. So good. Yeah, no, my kid's not a bitch, all right? <laughs> all right. Okay. All right, Chief. Take, take it easy, boss. It was great. Um, and this is him at the three-year-old's 
like orientation. This guy's got 15 years minimum left of bullshit orientation, classes, team meetings, right? Whatever. And he's already, he's already overboard. He's already burning too hot at the first one of his fucking parenting career. This guy, this is the dad who is just not going to be allowed to go to anything ever in the future. A hundred percent. It was, uh, it was incredible. Oh, one more, one more. Oh, this is so good. Oh my God. This has got to be a regular segment. There needs to be regular meetings. I agree. For this group of people. I agree. So they have like a, a basically like a snack in the morning. The school starts at eight 30. They have a, a snack in the morning at like nine 30 or whatever. And then they have lunch. Right. And the school's done by two 30. They're like going over like the food schedule and everything. Guy raises his hand and the guy's like, Can I can I bring food to my kid later in the day? <laughs> like instead of having the kid come with the food to school, he wants to show up like mid afternoon with the kid's food at the school. Just him. What <laughs> they're done at two thirty. Like what is he after lunch? What does he expect? Is this <laughs> No, he needs uh, this kid. They they are the their kids are running the household. Maybe they're not. Maybe that's just the parents. I'd assume it's the parents. But you're like, nope. He needs a snack at one forty five. Yep, that's his schedule. He needs a snack at one forty five. I need to bring. It needs to be warm. He only eats warm <laughs> snacks at one forty five. I've got the- one of those. I I got one of those pizza delivery <laughs> boxes with the foil, and that's how I bring the food into him for snack. Can he bring a George Foreman grill in with him? <laughs> Do you guys have air fryers? Do you have air fryers? I'm just because he likes it warm, but if you nuke it, it gets it's a little soft. He likes the texture. He likes a little bit more crunch. And we get just just want, curious what the air fryer situation is in the classroom. Again, like in the group settings, like why are you asking this out loud in front of all these people? What a what dumb question. Thinking? And it's the my favorite part is like the school person having to answer these questions and just yeah, like thank you. They've been through this so many times and still they get questions they've never heard of before. And there's just like this awkward pause. Like, um, how do I answer this? How do I not put you down? Guys, this whole meeting, formality. We've got to think we're doing our thing. Like, that's how this works. Public school, bitch, you ain't paying for this, right? Like, so you get what we give you. So no, this is skin. This is not for you to impart your schedules on us. I really wanted to, when we were all like heading out, walk by the guy and be like on your left chef <laughs> all right so that was the parent orientation so a couple of days later Tori and I get an email from one of Wesley's classmates parents out of nowhere not sure how they got our email by the way how long have they how long have they been classmates at this point when the email, when the email was sent yeah um they had not even had a shared a day in school together all right this is good all right thank you so here comes the parent here comes a little little attitude i'll see how you would read this this is uh they haven't started school yet it's the day before school starting to the parents of colton (laughs) wesley and charlie Not sure if you're in the WhatsApp group for our class. Here's a link to join. Most of us have at least one parent in the group. 
Some have both. <laughs> Signed from Joanne. <laughs> I love how that's definitely her name, too. Um, <laughs> what a shame. She's just fucking parent shaming you hard to get in this WhatsApp group. And so she already knows. Like, oh, I don't know if you're in it. Yeah, you fucking know that we're not in it because you signaled sing, singled out three fucking kids. Like, you know we're not in this fucking group, A. Eh? So you're passive-aggressive little fucking flip. Like, nope. so transparent. <laughs> Joanne's got it. She's pumped. She's going to be PTA president. She knows it. Like, that's her fucking role in life. It's coming. Most of us have at least one parent in the group. Some have both. I, that's not how I read it. I would read it as... Um, most, um, kids have a, one parent in the group. Some have both, right? Like, a, like the fucking parents who give a shit have two parents in the channel, not the one. Like, don't be the fucking, like, that's what that is. It's like when someone's getting donations for a charity, it's like some people donate a right. hundred bucks, but some people donate, th- some people donate a thousand. <laughs> it's so true. And what I don't understand is how the hell did this WhatsApp group form? Like already, yeah, already. this is already thing. How do you know all the other parents? Joanne's a community organizer. She's been knocking on doors. She's been tracking people down. But just the way it was addressed to the parents of Colton, Wesley, and Charlie, it's just like you guys fucking are terrible parents. Listen, <laughs> but also you know what it is, you guys are like the states the neutral states in europe right you're neutral countries in europe pre-world war ii and they're like you should just get in the fucking fold because if you don't shit's coming your way well just just sign up who does that make joanne then in the world war ii joanne's fucking hitler (laughs) let's be super clear that joanne is hitler and you're like fucking either latvia or denmark right (laughs) and he's like it would just be easier if you got the fuck on board so we don't have to, like, actually fight this out. And the WhatsApp group is the axis. <laughs> exactly. I, I haven't met her in person yet, but... Looking I'm sure she's her. lovely. I'm sure, I'm sure she's lovely. The fact that she got our email address somehow makes me a little worried that she could also find this podcast... Oh, she, yeah, she has been listening. And like, <laughs> and that I just called her Hitler on the podcast. I'm going to bump into her back to school night, and she heard you called me Hitler. Probably shouldn't use her name, but whatever. How many, <laughs> how many solicitations do you think we'll get for paid guests after what I'm just going to call the Hitler episode? <laughs> do you think a lot of people are going to be knocking on our door now to be a guest? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we sh- you're going to end up naming this thing. Yeah. But either way, it's probably going to get flagged by every single platform that hosts this podcast. So let's just be mindful of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anybody new climbing aboard this week, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Dad's Podcast. And if you're going to rate and review something, um, how about non-aggression treaties? Rate and review the individual non-aggression treaties and see how those worked out. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. You're listening to the history of World War II podcast. Other people listen to dad talk. I feel like the two go hand in hand. You're getting a lot of knowledge from two different directions. And I think that's what we'd like to bring to the table. That's what we do.
we'll be back next Tuesday with a uh, brand new episode of We're Not Canceled. We'll talk. We'll talk more about. Sorry, I didn't want to like leave anybody out. We'll talk more about Mussolini next week and just to even it out. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll be back uh, next Tuesday. See you later, guys. Peace. Literally, peace. Dad talk, they really like to trash talk. Dad talk, they'll make you laugh your ass off. Dad talk, real tall dudes and they're both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you his demon advice. It's really nice, you probably listen twice. Real tall dudes and they're getting serious.